It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Clearing the net, reinventing the power play, the pivotal usage of Ricard Raquel were my first three subjects this week as it relates to what this team needs to show almost right away in training camp. Today, I'm getting into something that's just totally intangible. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. Where you found this rookie camp opens next week. That'll be September 15. Six days after that, the grown-up version of training camp opens, and that'll be our first formal look at the people who actually need to make this happen. Let's get this clear right up front. Everything about this franchise's existence for the next three years at minimum will be predicated not just on the respective talents of Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang, but also about their hunger and their drive to win another cup. Now, I know, I know, there can't be anything dumber to discuss when it comes to Pittsburgh and hockey than whether or not those three are motivated. It's beyond reproach. That they are, and anybody who'd care to argue it can do so with nine of their rings shoved into your face. Each is a three-time champion. Each is a proven performer in the biggest of games. And each showed in the most powerful way possible in 2016 and 2017 that they were never going to rest on just having won that one cup in 2009 as children. In fact, in having covered both of those championships and having been on the ice for those celebrations, there's still nothing that made a bigger impression on me than Sid carrying that cup around in San Jose. I'm not talking about when he got it from Gary Bettman. I'm not talking about when he handed it off to teammates. I'm talking about everywhere in the building, all through the SAP Center for an hour 
for an hour after the game before they ended up going in the locker room and closing that off to reporters. He wouldn't let it go. He became the white gloves dude with the mullet. You know who I'm talking about. He held this thing. He clinged to it. He maintained it. Whenever it looked like somebody else might be wavering as to what to do with it next, it was Sid who went to get the cup and make sure that it would move to the next reliable and deserving set of hands. That was the action of someone who couldn't have been completely convinced that he'd ever do it again. And you know what I'm talking about, because he did win in 09. He also won a bunch of other stuff, won the Olympics, not once, but twice, won the World Cup. He'd won it all. He's won everything, everywhere. And he still wanted this one so much more. So to repeat this refrain, I'm not doubting that they'd want it. But it would sure mean a lot to see, for everyone to see, including internally, to what degree. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. So what would that look like in a camp setting? I mean, you don't want to see them lying down to block shots in a scrimmage. So everyone can say, whoa, Gino really wants another cup. It's more about the way they carry themselves. It's more about the goals that get expressed internally. And in this case, the internally that I'm referring to is the room. That's not... A Mike Sullivan setting, that's not a standard that gets set by the head coach. He can enforce it. He can preach it the loudest. He can be the public face of it. But on the inside, in that room, when everyone else is out of there, it's got to be 87, 71, and 58, letting everyone know what this is all about. Can't do that in the earliest phases, obviously. No matter how they split up the various rosters, you're still going to have a bunch of kids in that room who know they have absolutely no chance of making it past the final preseason game. But you do have other guys who are coming in either as youngsters or as newbies to the organization, like Jeff Petrie, like Jan Ruta, like Ryan Paling, like Ty Smith. These guys need to understand what organization they're coming into and what the mission is and why it's so very now. And that can only be conveyed by these three guys. How they do that is their business. There's a really, really good chance that a lot of people, even people like myself who will be around the team and in the locker room during open access periods, won't know won't learn about these things, but they need to. And look, just lay it out. Just lay it all out there. Tell everyone, hey, I'm Sidney Crosby. I'm 35 years old. I've done a lot, and I am not done. 
I am not done. In fact, my mission, as all of you are going to see on a daily basis, is to get another one. And then once we do that, to get another one after that. Sid's not that kind of talker. I'm sure it's what you're saying right now as you're hearing this. It's more conceptual. It's more about the way he handles things in his own understated, more often than not one-on-one way in dealing with players who are new. But camp is a perfect setting in which to establish that expectation. When we come back, J1Q... Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's J1Q comes from Mary Lerwick, and she asks, Why not take a look at Ricard Raquel, Evgeny Malkin, and Kasperi Kapanen as a line and see what they can do? Gino and Cappy had some chemistry. In the past, I think putting them with Raquel will produce more scoring chances than using, for example, Jason Zucker, Danton Heinen. Plus, Raquel's here for the long haul, and Kapanen just has a two-year deal. Zucker won't be resigned after this year unless he takes some kind of huge pay cut. I hear what you're saying, Mary. And let me tell you, the, the first cringe impact that I have regarding that and that is that you would have Raquel on the left side I know he's played there I know he's been good there including in his time in Anaheim but as I'd mentioned on yesterday's show which I presume you're 
asking about in response is that he's got to establish chemistry with Gino. And for him to do that on his off wing means that the overwhelming percentage of his passes to Gino will be either on the backhand or pulling up and executing on the forehand, neither of which is optimal. It's just not. When you're looking to hit a trailer, which, as I mentioned yesterday, is what Gino likes to do as he enters the zone, you want to be able to find that blade and fire that puck across in the simplest, clearest manner possible. That's never on the backhand, and it's seldom by turning your body to the inside of the rink and trying it that way. If that sounds overly simplistic, so be it. I strongly suspect that the people who were listening to this, possibly yourself included, would agree with me on this with some participation in the sport. While I'm at it, I also am not crazy at all about Kapanen on the second line. And boy, if I have to explain the reason for that at this point, Let's just say I'm not going to be looking at anybody's contract situations. I see that you did that. But again, to go back to the lead subject for the day, Mary, this is a team that's about the now. This isn't about who's going to be here for the long haul or whose contract is up after this year. They have to build this team right now to compete through 82 games for the best possible playoff positioning and then to win the cup. That's it. Anything that happens after that, quite literally, happens after that. So I'm going to stubbornly stick to my stance here that that second line left winger will be Zucker in all likelihood if it isn't, and or if he gets hurt, then it'll be Danton Heinen. And on the right side, I'm going with Raquel, and I'm at least trying it. I'm at least giving it a shot before I do something like breaking up a known commodity in that top unit. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins all week. And by the way, this was the last week for a very, 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 very long time where we will have done this program without the assistance of any actual hockey to watch. Actual, actual hockey resumes next week. Let's do it then. Thank you.